I have a question for you. Have you ever felt stuck in a creative route? Maybe you have had trouble breaking through your mental blocks and bringing your vision to life. Or found yourself sitting in front of your computer for hours struggling to write a short email. Well, you are not alone. Even the most talented artists and creators have faced these challenges at some point in their careers. But there is one letter that offers powerful insights and advice on how to overcome these obstacles and unleash your full potential. The letter was written by a renowned artist named Solomon Levitt to his friend and fellow artist Eva Hesse. And it's been inspiring creatives for decades. In fact, it's so remarkable that it was recently read by Benedict Cumberbatch for Letters Life at the Freemasons Hall in London. Welcome to my latest video on the YouTube channel where we delve into the world of art and creativity and also of course investing and entrepreneurship. Today we are taking a look at a beautiful letter written by Solovit to his friend and fellow artist Eva Hesse in 1965. Yes, creative blocks exists at least since 1965, potentially since the human race exists. The letter has since become cherished advice for generations of creatives and we have a special treat for you. It will be read by none other than Benedict Cumberbatch for Letters Life at the Freemasons Hall in London. And the letter Levitt offers insight into how one can keep a solid center of principled conviction while expanding outward into widening circles of growth impulses always reaching for the unknown without letting competence fester into complacency or perfectionism becoming an anchor of stagnation. Levitt, who is an American artist linked to various movements including conceptual art and minimalism, was prolific in a wide range of media including drawing, printmaking, photography, painting, installations and artists. Books. He came to fame in the late 1960s with his wall drawings and structures, but has been the subject of hundreds of solo exhibitions in museums and galleries around the world since 1965. Hesse, on the other hand, was an American sculptor known for her pioneering work in materials such as latex, fiberglass and plastics. Despite only creating work for a decade, she left a profound impact with her art. In the 60s, Eva and Saul embarked on a supportive friendship that would inspire them both. In 1965, while Eva was facing a creative crisis, Saul sent his friend a letter that has become cherished advice for generations of creatives. Benedict Cumberbatch will now read the entire letter originally included in the magnificent anthology Letters of Note, Correspondence Deserving of a Wider Audience, edited by Sean Usher. So sit back, relax and let's listen to the words of Sol as read by 
Benedict Cumberbatch. Dear Ever, April 14th. Almost a month since you wrote to me and you have possibly forgotten your state of mind. I doubt it, though. Seem the same as always. And being you, hate every minute of it. Don't. Learn to say fuck you to the world every once in a while. You have every right to. Just stop thinking, worrying, looking over your shoulder, wondering, doubting, fearing, hurting, hoping for some easy way out, struggling, grasping, confusing, itching, scratching, mumbling, bumbling, grumbling, humbling, stumbling, numbling, rambling, gambling, tumbling, scumbling, scrambling, hitching, hatching, bitching, moaning, groaning, honing, boning, horse-shitting, hair-splitting, nitpicking, piss-trickling, nose-sticking, ass-gouging, eyeball-poking, finger-pointing, alleyway-sneaking, long-waiting, small-stepping, evil-eyeing, back-scratching, Searching, perching, besmirching, grinding, grinding, grinding away at yourself. Stop it and just do. Levit goes even further to urge Hesse to abandon her attachments to what her art must be. This sentiment calls to mind the central Buddhist notion of shunyata or emptiness which is a wellspring of wisdom. Levitt encourages Hesse to stop overthinking her art and just let it be. He explains that by surrendering her preconceptions and attachments, she opens up her mind to infinite possibilities and frees herself from the constraints of perfectionism. Levitt reminds Hesse that creativity cannot thrive in a vacuum of rigidity and that sometimes the most beautiful art comes from unexpected places. By letting go of her attachment to a specific outcome, Hesse can allow her art to unfold in its own unique and natural way. From your description, from what I know of your previous work and your ability, the work you were doing sounds very good. Drawing, clean, clear, but crazy like machines, larger and bolder, real nonsense. That sounds fine, wonderful, real nonsense. Do more, more nonsensical, more crazy, more machines, more breasts, penises, cunts, whatever. Make them abound with nonsense. Try and tickle something inside you, your weird humor. You belong in the most secret part of you. Don't worry about cool. Make your own uncool, make your own, make your own world. If you fear, make it work for you. Draw and paint your fear and anxiety and stop worrying about big, deep things such as to decide on a purpose and way of life, a consistent approach to even some impossible end or even an unimagined end. You must practice being stupid, dumb, unthinking, empty then you will be able to do. 
Levitt's letter is filled with valuable insights, but one of the most profound is his reminder that perfectionism can actually kill creativity. This is a sentiment echoed by many creatives, including Pulitzer Prize winning author Jennifer Egan, who has said that bad writing is actually a way of priming the pump for great writing. Levitt encourages Hesse to let go of her addiction to good work and instead use the bad as a springboard into the great. He writes, do not think about why you make art, just get it done. Obligation to yourself is what matters most. As you continue to make art, you will inevitably stumble upon new ideas and your work will evolve. This advice is a powerful reminder that creativity is not about achieving perfection, but about the journey of exploration and discovery. As we continue listening to Benedict Cumberbatch's reading of Levitt's letter, let us keep this in mind and remember that even the most successful and accomplished creatives have faced challenges and doubts along the way much confidence in you and even though you are tormenting yourself the work you do is very good try to do something bad try to do some bad work the worst thing you could think of is see what happens but mainly relax and let everything go to hell you are not responsible for the world you're only responsible for your work so just do it and don't think that your work has to conform to any preconceived idea form or flavor it can be anything you want it to be But if life would be easier for you if you stopped working, then stop. Don't punish yourself. However, I think that this is so deeply ingrained in you that it would be better for you to do. Levitt's final advice is to keep pushing forward, to keep creating even when it feels like you are not making progress. He encourages Hesse to embrace the mistakes and imperfections knowing that they are a necessary part of the creative process. He reminds her that in the end, it's the journey and the act of creating that matters most, not the end result. And with that, we conclude Solowitz's inspiring letter to Eva Hesse. It seems I do understand your attitude somewhat anyway, because I go through a similar process every now and again myself. <laughs> I have an agonizing reappraisal of my work and change everything as much as possible and hate everything I've done and try to do something entirely different and better and maybe that kind of process is necessary to me pushing me on and on and well the feeling that I could do better than that shit I just did maybe you need your agony to accomplish what you do and maybe it goads you on to do better but it's very painful I know it would be better if you had the confidence just to do the stuff and not even think about it Can't you leave the world and art alone? Also, quit fondling your ego. I know that you or anyone can only work so much and the rest of the time you are left with your thoughts. But when you work or before you work, you have to empty your mind and concentrate on what you are doing. After you do something, it is done and that's that. After a while, you can see some better than others, but Also, you can see what direction you're going. I'm sure you know all that. You also must know that you don't have to justify your work. Not even to yourself. Well, you know I admire your work greatly and can't understand why you are so bothered by it, but you can see the next ones and I can't. 
You also must believe in your ability. I think you do. So try the most outrageous things you can. Shock yourself. You have at your power the ability to do anything. I'd like to see your work and we'll have to be content to wait until August, Sept. I've seen photos of some of Tom's new things at Lucy's. They're very impressive, especially the ones with more rigorous form, the simpler ones. I guess he'll send some more later on. Let me know how the shows are going and that kind of stuff. My work has changed since you left and it's much better. <laughs> I will be having a show May 4th to 29th at Daniel's Gallery, 70th East and 64th Street, where Emmerich was. I wish you could be there. Much love to you both. Saul. The following year, Hesse created Hang Up, one of her most acclaimed and admired sculptures, of which she reflected it was the first time my idea of absurdity or extreme feeling came through. It is the most ridiculous structure that I ever made, and that is why it is really good. This was Lewitt's advice, made tangible and given form. The two artists remained close friends and creative, kindred spirits, exchanging ideas and influencing each other's work for the remainder of Hesse's short life. She was slain by a brain tumor in 1970 at only 34. Two days after her death, Levitt created wall drawing 46, which he dedicated to his friend. With its minimalist multitude of textured, non-straight lines, a graphic element he had never used before, the piece was a significant aesthetic shift for Levitt, who would go on to incorporate non-straight lines in his subsequent work, crediting Hesse's influence. Thank you for watching this video and I hope this letter has inspired you to break through your creative blocks and embrace the unknown. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel for more videos like this and leave a comment below with your thoughts on the letter and its impact on the world of art and creativity. Have a great day.